back. It is an instant reaction podcast. Uh, typically, I'm coming from. Uh, <laughs> typically, I'm coming from from the uh, from the parking lot, but today I'm at home. I'm on uh, still still recovering, so I wasn't there today. But I am joined as always by my co-host uh, Ryan Spagnoli. Spags, it's good to see you again, buddy. You too. Welcome back, Patty. It's been a day to day, but it looks like you're uh, you're going to return next week. I think I think you're uh, you were game time decision last week, but we figured we rest you up and get you ready for next week. Yeah, playing, <laughs> keeping it slow, you know, playing playing it cautiously, you know. Got to be ready. Got to be ready for the stretch run. So, but hey, so, but. another uh, another great win. That is now uh, the fifth time in eleven games the Patriots haven't uh, the opposition hasn't scored a touchdown on them. That's seventeen straight winning seasons. 17 straight double-digit win seasons for the Patriots. And then uh, you had a nice little plug before the show was that every win they've had this season, they've allowed under 14 points, which is yeah, just... 14 or less. It's insane. Oh, they allowed 14 the, the, to the Jets and Giants. And otherwise, they've kept everyone 14 or below. And, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable. And obviously, you get the one game against the Ravens where they allowed more than 14. But in all 10 of their wins, they've allowed under 14 points. And you want to talk about Tom Brady and the offense and them struggling and blah, 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 and everything like that. And it's fine. But like when the defense plays as well as they've been playing, it just it just doesn't matter at this point. So they're just they're just so good. It's like it's not. I'm not even worried. Like the last two weeks, obviously Wentz had a chance to tie the game, and then Prescott had a chance to win it. Yep. Normally, like past seasons, you're on the edge of your seat, right? Like sketching out. Like I'm relaxed. It's like the third quarter. I, I, honest to God, like the last two weeks, the last you know those those drives they could have had to tie the game or take the lead. It's like I, I'm like, oh yeah, there's only two minutes left. Like you kind of forget. It's like it's so cocky, but like that's how good they are. It's it's they've an understatement. Been, man, they've been so good. And you talk about Amari Cooper, one of the best receivers in the NFL, at zero catches today. And I know, oh. you know, you talk about that last drive, and and they go for it on fourth down, which I think was a mistake, by the way. I I think that they should have punted there. You still get all three timeouts if you can stop the Patriots. You get the ball back with decent amount of time. I know you're kicking into the wind. I, you know, I I understand to a certain point what they're doing. But I, I matter of fact, I don't think they were kicking the wind. Actually, I think they had the wind at their back when they were kicking. Yeah, they but either did. way, I, I guess, quarter, yeah. I guess, really, it doesn't matter. But like, I would have kicked it there only because, to me, I figure, you know, if you don't get it, the game's over. You know, if yep. you don't pick this up and it's a fourth and eleven, like it's not like it's a fourth and two. That's a different story. Like, you know, and look, it was a great throw by Prescott, and you know, and Cooper wasn't able to come down with it. But that's the only time he really even had a shot at making a catch today. Uh, you know, and Prescott, when he targeted him, had zero receptions and one interception. I mean, you talk about uh, Stephon Gilmore. I mean, just end the conversation now. I understand. I get it. It was bad. It was windy and rainy and nasty out. It doesn't matter. That was just an absolute lockdown performance. Yeah, and I mean, even the interception on uh, when, when Cooper ran that crossing route, that was one of the best plays I've seen him make. Yeah, You know, he was on him the whole time. And, it, and I don't even think Dak played that bad, given the circumstances and given the environment he was in, in right. Gillette. They've won 20 straight home games there. The wind, I don't think Prescott played so bad, really. And and kind of to flip the switch over to the other quarterback, uh, Tom Brady, I thought he played better, definitely better than last week. Yeah. I think, you know, the protection was still eh. Definitely better from last week. I think Wynn had some highs and some lows. Uh, a couple of Michelle's runs, they ran right at him early in the game. He opened up some holes for him. I think he looked better. And the run game was definitely, you know, they're trending in the right direction. But uh, his lone touchdown into Keel Harry, the first of his career, the second youngest to catch a touchdown from him, just 21 years old, Nikhil Harry. I mean, that's the play they missed, that red zone back shoulder jump ball. Um, yeah. And that was his bread and butter. I mean, that's the highlight you've seen on Harry's, uh, on his college tape. What you saw was that, you know, that right. back shoulder, go up and get it. And 
you know, I know he had the big drop there on the sidelines, but uh, I think it was a promising game from him and Myers well, too. No, and that's the drop. thing too. You know, Myers, same thing. He, you know, he had a few different ones where he dropped a pass or two here or there, but he stepped up on that on that drive to put them up by seven. Um, and had, you know, had some really nice catches, including one where he extended a play and picked up the first down instead of going out of bounds. And so, you know, certainly some good things to see all around. I just thought that, you know, with, in regards to Brady, when you look at Edelman, who's hurt, he's clearly hurt. I mean, you know, he's hurt every drop he has where, you know, it seems like he's having to reach for and his arm and his shoulders killing him. And so I, I think that that's part of the problem is that his shoulder isn't hundred percent right yet. And so I think that that's really an issue for, for them. Um, and then you look at two Sanu and Dorsett were both out. So now he's dealing with, you know, young, inexperienced guys with a, with nasty weather anyways. And for Brady to come out and play the way he played, I, I was impressed. And, and, you know, look that last drive when, um, when they ended up, I think they, they had to punt at the end there, um, to give the, to give the, um, the Cowboys the ball back, you know, they come out, throw, throw, throw. They're moving right down the field. And then McDaniels calls a run to Michelle and picks up four yards. Fine. That's fine. It's been working. Now you run it to the other side and get stuff for a four-yard loss. It's third and ten. What are we doing? It just it didn't, it didn't make any sense. You've been gashing them with the pass the entire drive. You can you have a chance to put the game away. And instead of giving it to Tom Brady and, and telling him to try to pick up six yards in two plays, you run it with Michelle and he loses four yards. And it just it didn't make any sense, you know, and it just it's a prototypical McDaniels call where it's like, oh, we picked up four on first down. Now let's go back to the other side and see what we can do. And it gets blown up in the backfield. And it's just like, come on, Josh, you need to be better than that. And I know that I know Brady and all that, you know, there's a bunch of a bunch of young guys out there and the weather's terrible and blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. The game's on the line and you got Tom Brady back there. Give the ball to him and, and let him pick up the first downs and win the game. That's what you need to do. And, you know, McDaniels didn't do it and it didn't cost him the game. But I, I thought it almost could have. And so, you know, luckily the defense shut him down, but, you know, but it could have. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously the weather, you know, we'll, we'll keep, you know, pinging on that, uh, folk missed two big kicks. I mean, what was yeah. it? 41 and 44. I mean, that, that's tough 40, in the 40, environment. 44 and 46. Gonna, so, yeah. And I, I think he's been pretty good. Um, you know, right. coming in obviously mid season, that's tough for anybody, especially a kicker. Um, I think he's been good and I, and you know, I, I definitely trust him more than Nugent. Um, but you know, yeah. you, you could have had a chance to put the game away. He hits those two kicks, you're up what nineteen to six? Like that that's not even a game anymore. Or nineteen to nine, you know. Right. So um Well one of those yeah, I mean it's interesting and and, and yeah. obviously the run game, like I said earlier in the show, it, it's it definitely took a step forward this game. I think it I was think so. much better. What yeah. Michelle had uh just under ninety yards rushing on I think he touched he had like twenty five touches, something like that. I'm 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 not looking at the stats now, yeah, but definitely either, but a better game from him and the felt run a game. lot better. Yep. Yes. Shaq Mason's not 100% yet. He's still hurt. You can see two, it, man. Couple, he couple looked bad. A couple bad calls on him, too. Yeah. A couple bad calls, you know? Yeah, he just didn't look good. And so, you know, I, he's just – he's still not right. I think he's, you know, maybe nursing a – you know, an ankle injury was bothering him earlier. I'm not sure if that's still if that's still happening, but he's just not – he's not right because he was elite last year, and he really struggled this week. And so, you know, you wonder if if – you know, him nursing the injury and then you throw the wet weather on top of it makes it more difficult for him to move. I don't know. Um, but one of the guys that, you know, another rookie who has been stellar is Jake Bailey. And he had a, oh. he had a really bad game today. Uh, yeah. just really tough, really tough conditions, punting the ball. Um, you know, and you know I wouldn't even, even when say he, that, that he had the one kick, I think, um, what was it like six minutes left? He down Dallas on their own 10. 
And so that, that was, so and that that was, was a the big one. time kick for him. hundred yeah. percent. And that, and that's the thing with him is that he struggled all game with his punts, but then when they, when they absolutely needed it, when you had to pin them deep, he, he let off a good one and they pinned him inside the 10 and that, and that was big, you know? And so I think that that's, that's an improvement. And also I loved those short kickoffs, man. Now Dallas is just an absolute mess. Oh, what was he and thinking? They dude? dropped kicking against the wind. And they have they Pollard back in the them. end zone. It was insane. I mean, you drop two of them, and then they luckily they picked them both up, and then you let the other one drop, and Pollard just barely got there before Jawan Williams got there, and it's just like, man, and you know, and you that really to me, you know, shows the coaching side of it, and we knew it was going to be a big coaching mismatch anyways. But man, like you look at at the way Belichick kicked those short because he knew that there was going to be an issue with Dallas back there returning them, obviously. And Garrett just did absolutely nothing, you know, to combat that at all. You know, even to just even to bring Pollard up to the five. What the hell is he doing in the end zone? Like you said, it's just stupid. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. And so, yeah. you know, it's one of those it's one of those issues, man. And and uh, you know, Patriots the Patriots uh, really took advantage of that. And look, I mean, it wasn't pretty. Maybe it was it was wet and nasty and and you know you, you didn't get a perfect game out of Brady you didn't get a perfect game out of anyone but I thought you know the defense played extremely well and you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of those 0-3, teams where the offense kind of struggles to put their put put it together they're running the ball with some efficiency but they're not necessarily killing the other team but the defense is just so suffocating the other team can't do anything and you you saw when Dallas was was driving with the ball in the first half they missed the field goal. Dak throws the interception. They block the punt. Like, this is what the Patriots do. This is what the Patriots do to you. They just make you make mistakes over and over again. And they say, listen, you're not going to throw it underneath every single time. You're not going to. And then you eventually, can't win that way. if you, you can't win no, that way. right. And, and, you know, but the Patriots are going to take everything else away. And then they say, okay, throw it in the flat. Great. You'll pick up 10 yards. Now throw it in the flat again, and there'll be three guys waiting to tackle them. And so, you know, it's just they, they just do such a good job of making the other team uncomfortable. And this, again, it just reminds me of those 0304 teams when, as Brady said last week, the defense and special teams were the were the main part of that of those teams, and the offense was there to help. And Brady obviously had some huge drives and some huge plays and played very well. But you didn't need him to win the game for you. I mean, look, we just said it. They've won 10 games, and they've allowed 14 points or less in all 10 games. Like you don't need a great offense to win those ten games. What nope. you need is an offense that doesn't make mistakes, that doesn't put the other team in great field position because of a bad turnover. That's what you need, and that's exactly what the Patriots have been giving them offensively. And listen, when Myers and Harry can put this stuff together with Sanu and Dorsett, and hopefully Amon, uh, Edelman being healthy, you know, and if Sony can keep up the 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 momentum on the running game, this team. I don't, I don't, I don't know how anyone's going to come into New England and beat this team. Especially too. I mean, it, they, they've won twenty-one in a row, and in Gillette, they haven't lost since October first of two thousand seventeen <laughs> at home. Insane. How are you going to? You're not going to convince me otherwise. They're going to come in here in January when it's freezing cold and tell me you're going to beat them, whether they lose now and you know, or week sixteen, right. the meaningless games. You're not going to do yeah. that. A meaningful football game, you're not winning in Gillette. I'm sorry. Right. No, I, um, I mean, and yeah. another thing on the defense too, and I thought this was, you know, a definitely an area to touch upon before we wrap up. I thought, you know, Zeke was going to get anywhere between 25 to 30, 35 touches today. He ended up with 25, you know, 21 rushes for 86 yards, four catches, 40 yards. They did exactly what they needed to him. 
Yep. He limited the big play. You know, he's a tough downhill runner. He's good. You know what I mean? He's, he's looking for contact. He can gain yards, you know, break tackles. They wrapped him up, loaded the ball. They did fantastic job on him. You know what I mean? They, they just let him get four or five yards. Go ahead. You're not going to beat us right. that way. And I think that's back yeah. to the original point, which we talked about this week on our show. Obviously, you know, you were out, but me and, and I, and my one issue with the offense and, you know, Taylor pointed out, and then now I agree with my one issue was, you know, God forbid they get into a shootout with Kansas city, right. You know, divisional right. wild, you know, divisional or AFC championship game, but he's like, you know, the defense isn't going to allow it to get that way. I think they learned, you know, that Baltimore game that will never be repeated again, whether they play right. Baltimore or not, they're not going to allow it to get in a shootout. They're going to control the time of possession. And I think that's where the offense can help. You know, they're not going to score yeah. 28 to 35 points. Like we've seen in past control the game, control the clock, let the defense do their work. You can trust them and just, you know, put up points here and there and control the clock. That's all they need to do. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. And you know, the thing is the plus side to having these guys out is that Brady gets to build a rapport with Myers and with Harry, which is great. It's to a see. forced, right. And it's a forced rapport really, but you know, you have to do it. And then when the guys all come back healthy, you have four or five solid options in the passing game. And you have a guy in Myers and Harry that he can trust to get the ball to. And that's the big thing, man. And that's why Amendola was always so big because yeah, he was the third, fourth option. But Brady trusted going to him. So when you put the fourth corner on him, he said, well, this guy, he's going to dust this guy, and I'll have him wide open. And so now you get in a situation where you have a guy like Harry or Myers that can make those tough catches, and Brady says, you know what? I know these guys well enough. They're going to make the plays that I need them to make. So when I have the matchup that favors them, I'm going to get it to them instead of trying to force it to, to Edelman you know, or Dorsett or Sanu because I trust these young guys too. And that's a big, big part. And so, listen, you know, they won this one, which is great. And hopefully they go to Houston next week and win in Houston as well. But, like, if Sanu and Dorsett can't go, which it seems like they're probably going to play to. at this yeah. point, yep. you would assume. But either way, building this rapport with these young guys is so huge right now because in the playoffs, you're going to need those fourth, fifth options when you're, you know, when you're dealing with crunch time, just like they've always been doing in the past, so. Yeah, and and you know we looked at it, and to wrap up, obviously, um, what was it after the Cleveland game? We looked at it. They had, you know, Baltimore, Philly, Dallas, Houston, Kansas City. Right now, they're yep. through three of those games for uh, two and one. Two and one. You know yep. what I mean? If 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 you can sprinkle in a loss here, hopefully the Rams do what they can do tomorrow night. You know, you can afford to go two and you know three and two, two and three, and still get a one seat. So. Uh, right. Next week's big. I think that's when you can really solidify a driver's seat for that one seat. Obviously, one seat. Once you get through that Kansas City game, it's you know what's it? Um, Buffalo, Miami, and Cincinnati. So Cincinnati, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that should be three wins. You know, two of them are at home. Two of them are scarp, the worst teams in the league, and then one's at home. Obviously, the right. Bills are good, but you're at home. Um, right. So yeah, I think just looking forward. If they can take care of business next week. Um, that that's that's going to solidify them and put them really in the driver's seat, no matter what Baltimore does. I think. No, and I agree with you. I mean, it's a big, it's obviously a big deal. You know, Baltimore has what? Did Baltimore have three losses, right? So like, so two. you could. They only have two. Okay, so either yeah. way, so I thought they had three, but either way, Baltimore has two losses. So like, you if you if they win out, you lose one, then you get the two seed, which obviously isn't ideal. And so you know, we'll see if Baltimore can win out. And that's really the question. Like, can they win out? And so. Uh, you know, that, that, but you know, it, you're right. If you go down to Houston next week and you win in that game in Houston, you put a whole lot of pressure on Baltimore to, to come out and win 
win out really is what you're asking them to do. It's a lot. It's a lot to ask. So, you know, uh, two big games coming up, but you know, but Hey, listen, this defense keeps playing the way they're playing and, and I don't care who you throw at them. It, it doesn't matter. I agree, Pat. I agree. And, uh, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, sure. Thanks for tuning in for another instant reaction show. Mark will have you guys covered tomorrow morning. Me and Pat will, or Pat and I will see you on Friday morning, uh, getting ready for Houston and Hey, 10 and one, let's keep rolling. Yes, sir. Live show this week. I think it's going to be Tuesday night. I think so. So we'll be, back on, we'll be back on YouTube live this week. It'll be fun. So see you guys then. See you guys.